Hi guys, you're tuned in to another episode of the Midnight Prayer Podcast. Follow us on all social media platforms at I Am Church London. And don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe on all major streaming platforms. May God bless you. Shalom everyone. May the Lord bless you all. Welcome to the Midnight Prayer Podcast by I Am Church London. I am your host, Brother Kevin. May the Lord bless you all. Thank you very much for joining us. Shalom to you all. Please kindly invite your families and friends. Please share the stream link. Please do not forget to follow us on the major streaming platforms at Midnight Prayer Podcast. And please do not forget to follow us on the social media platforms at Midnight Prayer Podcast. May the Lord bless you all. Shalom to you all where you are. Thank you very much for joining us. Please share the stream share on your platforms, share on your groups, share on your whatsapps, share with all your contacts and invite someone to come and join us in the presence of the Lord. Thank you very much. I'm going to do the opening prayer and we are going to get started. Heavenly Father, creator of the heavens and earth, we thank you Lord for allowing us to come into your presence. We thank you Heavenly Father for this day that you have made. We shall rejoice Father and we shall be glad within it. Father in heaven, we commit this moment of prayer into your hands and we commit the message we are going to receive into your hands may this word be stored in our hearts father and may almighty god this word sanctify us and cleanse us and deliver us in the name of jesus you said lord that man shall not live by bread alone but man shall live by every word which proceeds from the mouth of the lord we pray almighty god that your word almighty god transform us and that your word father in heaven restore us father in the name of jesus of nazareth we pray amen Shalom to you all. Welcome to the Midnight Prayer Podcast. So we're continuing with our theme of Martha and Mary that we started on our last episode. And uh, we mentioned on our last episode that Martha was a personal friend of Jesus. And uh, she lived in Bethany with her sister Mary. And they had a brother named Lazarus who Jesus prayed. And uh, Lazarus rose from the dead so we're going to go back to luke 10 and we're going to read um our main text and we're going to continue and we're going to share a small message we're going to read luke 10 and we are going to start from verses 38 so i'm going to read the nlt version may the lord bless his word Shalom to you all. So the Bible says, As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. So that's the NLT version. All the other versions are pretty much the same. So we're just going to stick to that version today. So Luke 10, 38 to 39. May the Lord bless you all. So last week we talked about distractions. That was our message last week and we basically mentioned that we should do our best to prioritise wisely 
and eliminate distractions from our lives and focus on things that add value to our lives. And today I want to share a small message with you guys. Today's theme is choices. Dearly beloved, this life we are going to make many choices. Life is about choices. Every day brings new choices, dearly beloved. In this life, we are going to make choices that we are going to be proud of. And we may also make choices that we will regret. Your life could be a result of the choices that you've made. It can also be a result of the choices that others have made for you. And when I mean others, I mean parents, ancestors, things like that. Our origins, where we come from, the things that took place before we came. These things can be reflected in us. But at the end of the day, everything in life is a reflection of a choice that's been made somewhere. And if we want different results, we need to make different choices. The text that we've just read here in Luke 10 verses 38, it says that Jesus and the disciples, they entered a certain village. And when they entered a certain village, a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. A valuable lesson that you and I can take from this text is, we also need to invite Jesus into our home. We also need to invite his word into our home. Martha basically invited Jesus into her home. She basically brought him under her roof. She basically received him. So you and I, we need to do the exact same thing. We need to receive him also in our homes. We need to invite him under the roof of our homes. We need to invite him under the roof of our hearts. Because a lot of times we think Christianity or just Jesus is just, it's all about church. It's all about, you know, going to church on a Sunday, whatever. It's about real everyday life also at home. And if Jesus is really going to be our Lord and our Savior, we have to personally receive him into our own lives and into our homes. Because our homes are a huge part of our lives. And this relationship we have with Christ is a full-time commitment. It's not just a part-time commitment where, okay, I follow Jesus or I'm a Christian on a Sunday and uh, another day during the week, like us, we pray on Thursday. So on Thursdays and Sundays, I'm a Christian. I have my church identity, but every other day during the week, when I'm at home, I have another identity. So at home, I'm somebody else and at church, I'm somebody else. No, we can't do this. This is not how we receive Jesus. This is not how we can walk with Jesus. This is the same also for people who at church they pray, but at home they don't pray. So at church they have all the energy for prayer, but at home they don't have a prayer life. It's also the same for people who at church they read the word of God, but at home they don't read the word of God. 
So at church, they're devoted, they're committed. You can see they're active, they're getting involved in everything. But at home, they only have time for distraction. They only have time for meaningless things, things that are nonsense. They only have time for everything but God, but Jesus. And their relationship with Christ basically becomes like a chore. And you know, when you have to do your chores, like when we were younger, when you have to do your chores, you get tired, you can't be bothered, you're thinking, oh, I have to do this thing again. You have to vacuum the whole entire house from upstairs all the way downstairs. You can't be bothered and you'd rather do something else. So this is how some Christians are. This is what some people are battling with today. Jesus is not a priority at home. The word of God is not a priority at home. But on Sunday in church, in front of everyone else, yeah, it looks cool. On Thursday, yeah, it looks cool. But at home, you'd rather be doing something else. Dearly beloved, your home can be the safest place on earth and it can also be the most dangerous place on earth. So it's like a double-edged sword. You need to protect your home. So the same energy that you have for the devil when you're in church, when we're sending fire, thunder, swords, all of that stuff, you need to keep that same energy when you're at home. Because if you don't keep that same energy at home, it's a problem. Dearly beloved, your house can get turned into a burial site where the enemy buries you in your own home. These are the things that happen to people. Your house can get turned into a prison, a hospital, marketplace, a river, a forest. These are things that happen. So you need to remember that my commitment with Christ is full-time. My dedication with Christ is full-time. It's not just some public display that I do just so I can, you know, have a good reputation in my community or just so I can fit in with everybody else. No, it's a full-time commitment privately and publicly. Welcoming Jesus into your home, dearly beloved, is one of the best choices that you can ever make. It's one of the best decisions that you can ever make for yourself, your partner, your children, even your destiny, even for your neighbours, your community. Just you welcoming Jesus in your life, it can basically create a wall of protection for everybody around you as well. You know, just dedicating your home, praying for your home, committing your home in God's hands, you know, is one of the best things that you can do. Keeping God's presence inside of your home is one of the best things that you can do. Instead of indulging in distractions, things that don't make sense, you know, just remaining in God's presence is a very good thing. The Bible says to us, a wise woman builds her home, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. That's Proverbs 14 verses 1. Daily beloved, building and tearing down is a choice. Building is hard. Building something good, it takes time, don't get me wrong. But building does also come at a cost. 
But tearing down is easy. Tearing down is easy. And how does one tear down their home? You can tear down your home easily yourself. Just by the things that you watch. Things that you listen to. You know, the things that you allow, the things that you allow inside your home. The things that you take into your home. The people that you allow to come inside of your home. These are ways that people tear down their homes without knowing. And these things usually reflect on the innocent people. It's like one person is bringing problems for everybody else through the things that they're doing, through ignorance, selfishness. These are the things that happen. Like an example, when David killed his soldier and took Bathsheba, who paid for that? It was his children. Hmm? So, in general, anything and everything that doesn't give God glory has no business being inside our home. I could go into detail, but we don't really have much time. These things that I'm talking about are gateways. Do you, Everybody knows what a gateway is. A gateway basically is like a door. These are gateways for unclean spirits to come in. Demons, principalities, divinities to come in and control you. It's also gateways for people also to control you, you know. So we need to be very careful with the activities that take place inside of our homes. We need to be watchmen of our homes. A watchman is always vigilant, is always observant. They're always on the lookout. They don't have time for distraction. They have to look around everywhere to make sure that this place is safe, you know, that there is no danger coming. And if there is danger, they need to signal. So we need to ask ourselves, what things do I watch? What things do I listen to? What things do I bring in and out of my home? You know, even the people that I allow in my home. Like, am I creating gateways myself for unclean spirits to come and possess my home? for principalities to come and control my home because the problem is when they enter you basically start sharing the house with them you know and they're controlling the house and gradually if there is no prayer life they will start using you and they'll start manipulating you basically every alliance that's in your life every alliance that's connected to you it basically affects the state of your house Because the enemy knows in order for me to fight this person properly, I need to do something to where that person lives. I need to either plant something there or outside some way. I need an access point so they can have access to the person 24-7. This is one thing you need to always remember. And for those of us who are actively involved in spiritual warfare, dearly beloved, your house plays a huge role in spiritual warfare just in case you did not remember you do not just in case you do not know your house plays a huge role in spiritual warfare going to church is important but remember you're only at church for a certain amount of time we don't have it like it is back home in africa where you can probably go to church at 3 a.m or 2 a.m things are quite different here in the west it's different it'll be nice to have it like that gradually one day by god's grace but you're only at church for a certain amount of time 
and after that you're back at home so you need to know your home is your safe space that is your territory your home can be your strength your home can be your weakness your home can bring you closer to god and your home can make you go further and further and further away from god so we need to be very mindful because there's some houses where you enter it's just excessive distraction time wasting procrastination negligence you see people are prioritizing foolishness over things that are important giving attention to the wrong things at the wrong time disorder everywhere this is how some houses are and these are the works of alliances it's alliances that do this to people it's alliances that attack people's houses like this there's some spirits that you can fight in church and win but there's some spirits that require extra effort for you to fight at home it's always different everyone's house is different it depends on what kind of prayer life you have also you know but the sad thing is is some of this stuff it gets passed down you know it gets passed down from generation to generation and the only way it stops is through prayer you know if jesus comes in he intervenes and he stays that stuff that cycle will be broken cuz even if you left that house and you went to live in buckingham palace you will go and you will implement the same thing over there you know because it's the law that's attached to your blood martha and mary invited jesus into their home as i mentioned on the last episode they both had a choice they had a choice to either take their eyes off of jesus they had a choice to either divert their attention to something else or miss out on what he was saying they had a choice to be at his feet you know as mary was like an act of worship these were choices god is saying to the children of israel through his servant moses today i have given you the choice between life and death between blessings and curses so dear beloved even god gives us choices you can take salvation or you can leave it you know you can take eternal life or you can leave it it's up to you it's up to you no one's going to force you to give your life to jesus no one's going to force you to give your home to give your heart to jesus it's up to you but he does say to us if you want to live and that means your soul if you want your soul to live you want your soul to thrive you want eternal life do the right thing and choose a life choose blessings don't choose curses commit yourself firmly to god cuz it's the key to your life make an effort today to make the right choice mary chose to sit at the feet of jesus when he came over to bethany to see them while her sister was doing the preparations the dinners mary made a choice to sit at his feet and if you read in john 12 you can see mary who decided not to be distracted she's the same mary who also anointed the feet of jesus and this is a clear sign she understood who jesus was 
this is a clear sign that she received him. You know, she made the right choice. And Jesus said the truth that she discovered, no one was going to take it away from her. I understand inviting Jesus into your home. It's not as easy as it seems. Inviting Jesus to come in and stay in your home. (laughs) It's not as easy as it seems. It's not a joke, especially if you're around people who are not in the same place as you. And when I mean place, I mean in terms of understanding, in terms of revelation, because having a revelation of where you come from and understanding where you come from, this is a grace that not everyone is going to receive. So if you receive that grace, dearly beloved, know that you are basically like the Moses of that house. You are basically like the Moses of that family. So you're basically the chosen one. You're the one who has been elected. So you have a task, you have a mission to take everybody out, you know, of prison. So it's not easy, you know, it's not easy. And the problem is our homes, um, homes are basically connected, you know, spiritually. But when people pray, there's disconnection that happens but homes are basically connected spiritually you know there's no like it doesn't matter if you live thousands and thousands of kilometers away homes are connected spiritually how through altars you know family altars points of contacts things like that but when you pray these ties these connections they break off so When I say giving your life to Jesus, inviting Jesus into your life, into your heart, into your home, it's the best thing to do, but it's not easy. You know, you just need to buckle up. You need to be ready because it's a fight. And this fight is a fight not everybody is going to be able to win. You know, this is why a lot of people find it hard to repent. A lot of people find it hard to abandon evil and turn away from it completely. They want to turn away, but there's something that's pulling them back. They want to, but there's something that's pulling them back, always pulling them back. And these are things that people have inherited in their blood. So you must always pray for these things, you know, these things that you've inherited through your blood that reclaims you, that fights you, that manipulates you, these things that implicate you even when you don't want to be implicated, even when you don't want to be used, even when you don't want to be manipulated, controlled, dominated, attacked. You need to pray against all these things that are inside, in the blood, these things that you have inherited from both father's side and mother's side. These are the things that take people back, back into prison, back into square one, back into curses, back into the law. And these things have to stop these things have to stop. There's a lot of people out there who want to live a new life with Christ. There's a lot of people out there who want to make the right choice. But it's just prayer. We need to pray for them. May the Lord bless you all. This was our message for today. There's no prayer today. Thank you to those of you who took time to join us. Shalom to you all. Thank you to those of you who share the stream link. Those of you who are doing all sorts of trivias. May the Lord bless you all. Shalom.
please follow us on all the social media platforms. Please also follow us on the major streaming platforms and stay up to date with the latest episodes. So, dearly beloved, do not forget, you have a duty to be the watchman, to be the Moses of your home. You need to make sure everything is in check. You know, do not be distracted. Do not prioritize things that are meaningless. Do not procrastinate at home. You know, your relationship with Christ is full-time. It's not part-time. It's full-time. Even in your sleep, it is full-time. May God bless you all. Thank you to those of you who joined us. I will see you guys next week. And we're going to continue. We're probably just going to pray on the next episode. May the Lord bless you all. Shalom. Goodbye.